to show and tell now, shall we? What's good, what's good, what's good, beautiful people of the world. I am Creator K, and welcome to episode 40 of the Show and Tell podcast, a bi-monthly show on every first and third Tuesday of each month where a special guest and I share stories, music, and art that you should know about because sharing is caring. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Nice to meet you. If you've listened before, welcome back. I hope that you're well. Also, the people who are listening for the first time, I hope that you're well as well. I didn't mean to like single you out of that. I hope everybody who's listening is well. Okay, get off my back. All right, I'm trying. I'm doing my best here. Uh, where was I? Okay, joining me on the show for this episode, or should I say returning to the show? Yes, the first repeat guest on the pod. We're making history, baby. It's musical artist Malik Elijah. A still very talented maker of music who just released his debut mixtape, Free Lemonade. We'll play a couple tracks from it, but y'all should definitely go listen to the entire project and share it with a friend if you dig, because you know why. Sharing is caring. Are you guys sick of me saying that? I hope not, because I'm not going to stop. It's a fucking slogan. That's how slogans work. Gotta beat it into your brain. Okay, sorry. I just had to, like, I just just feel a little aggressive. I gotta, let's uh, dial it back a little bit. Let's get into it. In part one of this episode, Malik shares how Free Lemonade came to life with the help of friends and family, and how bringing people in to contribute to different areas of the project was not only beneficial as a whole, but helped him see things he hadn't seen before and find enjoyments in part of the process that he didn't enjoy before. He expresses his love for his girlfriend, his rock, and not just natural love between partners, but the love he has for her as a sounding board and as someone who offers perspective and honest feedback. I also asked Malik what his goals and expectations are for the mixtape, and like a great guest would, he responds with what his goals and expectations are for the mixtape. In part two, Malik shares an item that makes a part of his life a bit healthier and a bit easier. Now with that said, you know what it is. Please put down your pencils, get up from your seats, come over to the carpet and sit crisscross applesauce. Please stop touching each other. Stop it. Just sit down, okay? Thank you. It's time for show and tell. Let's get it. Welcome to episode 40 of the Show and Tell podcast. I'm your host, Creator K, and joining me on the show, in studio, it's been so long since anyone's been in this studio with me. It's also a repeat guest, the first repeat guest ever in Show and Tell history. It is musical artist, dope dude, Malik Elijah. It was good, Brett. I was so excited to hear you sing. I thought, I thought of, yeah, no, I thought about doing it differently than the last time you were on, but uh, I was like, no, I'm going to keep it consistent so so I can we can embody that same energy from the last episode. Yes, this was a good episode, but this one's going to be better. Yes. This, this one's going to be better. So what, what's good? For those who don't know who you are, obviously listeners of the show already know who you are, but hey, I might have gained some new listeners since then. It's quite literally, I think you were episode 25, this is episode 40. It was in March yep. was when we last had the show. We That's when the first time we met too. Like in person. In person. This is, yeah. yeah, this is true. And now, uh, obviously, due to COVID and me just being a natural introvert, I just don't have people in the studio. But uh, thankfully, we can do that today. So anyway, for those who don't know who you are and what you do, who are you? What do you do? I am Malik Elijah, and I like to create vibrations. That's like my new thing now. 
I think that was ve- that was very similar to the last one, last last episode as yeah. well. I don't know, I don't remember it, but yeah, that's my TikTok thing right now. That's my on my profile. Yeah, you're on TikTok now. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure that out. Good luck. <laughs> it's it's uh it's a whole different world. Oh, trust uh, me, fun. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fun though. So, what's good? What's new? What's what's been happening since since March second? That was when the last episode came out. Uh, basically losing my mind listening to the same songs for a couple of months and mixing him. Yeah. That's Why? Much it. I'm working on a mixtape. Well, it's already done. <laughs> I find it I find it funny. Like, I'm asking these questions. I'm trying to pretend like I don't know anything about it, but I know a lot about it. Literally, K pretty much helped with He did help with the whole album. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I Malik brought me in. There's Sonny at the door. Sonny, my dog, has taken very kindly to Malik. He, Love that dog. He was, yeah, he barked at him initially, but that's because Sonny doesn't, he he doesn't get out much. That's okay. That's not true. He does. I still love the pup. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was my dog. He's, uh, he wants to be on the show, but it's not your time yet. Just chill. I'll get you on. Just, I got to build the show up to a point where I can have you on. I hope that's the first dog I hear talk. Yeah, when that yeah, I I was I constantly wonder what his voice sounds like. I think it's like an old Englishman. Yeah, I mean I think gold, golden retrievers are are they originate from like Ireland or Scotland? Oh, I think yeah. Anyway, that was that was fun to learn uh, and to share with the audience. So oh, yeah. yeah, I Malik brought me in as the creative director for this project, and I'll let you take it from there. What what is this project all about? Uh, this project is called Free Lemonade. It's basically just uh, me giving out different flavors of myself, pretty much. Like, just showing uh, different sides of me and trying to really show, like, what my potential is for my next projects that I truly believe will be better than even what I just put, what I'm putting out on Friday. So, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, obviously this is biased, but I think it's a fantastic project. Thank you. There's a lot of bangers on there. There's a lot of thoughtful tracks as well there's there's something in there for everyone i think yeah i try i try to do a little bit of everything just because it's like that's how my mind works it's like i the way that i think it's like it's never the same way every day it's always a different feeling so i want to show people that it's okay to always like switch the sound once in a while like show different versatility because i feel like sometimes artists will get stuck in one sound and then not try to elevate themselves i'd rather uh, face the challenge than run away from it well put. Yes, sir. Before we dive in a little bit more into this project, uh, let's play two tracks. Sure. Let's get one from you. And okay. then if you will let me have the honor, I'll pick probably my favorite. Because I don't want to give away too much, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick one of my favorites. Too. I want to hear your favorites. So you want me to go first? Then? Yeah, I do want you to go first. Okay. Because I feel like I went first the last time. I think you might have. I think I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I said Dirty Vans. Right. Right, yeah. And that was back when I only played snippets. We're playing full tracks this time. <laughs> yes. We stepped up the game. We're, we're I noticed innovative. that when I when I when I was listening to the Chromanichi uh interview, which was a great interview by the way. Thank you. Um yeah, I saw that listening to all of those songs. I forgot the titles of them, but they were they were fucking fire. Yeah. No, I I think yeah, no, I I playing the whole track is good cuz cuz especially like you know, if there's a second part that's that's different enough from the one part that I would have played in the snippet it's it's important to kind of like flush out the whole thing but I feel that. um my favorite track i i don't i'm not gonna go with it because i want it to be a surprise to people okay when they listen to the full project it's blackened but Ooh, yeah, i'm gonna I, what i want to go with to play on the show is one of one 
Hey, shout out to my lovely lady, Rachel. That's for her. Yeah, let's play one of one and we will come back on the other side. Yeah. This love we have is beautiful, let's go make more. This love that we have, we never know what's in store. And that's the beautiful part. Developing a love is what I truly see, is it not? Because it never come easy. Love is fun, but love is tough. There been times where I fucked up. Times when I ain't do enough. Times when you caught out my bluff. And them the words that I appreciate. Take the time to fix a problem and let that shit dissipate. So we can go to something great. We done smile, we done fought. We done laugh, we done cried. I put it on my soul, I'll never let this love die. When I look you in your eyes, I get all bubbly inside. You my whole world, baby girl, my ride and die. One on one, my passion and love, my star in the sky. You don't twinkle, yeah, you shine. But you're glad to call you mine. You incredible. Look at you so delectable, my one on one, my passion and love, my star in the sky. You don't twinkle, yeah, you shine. But you're glad to call you mine. You incredible. Look at you so delicious. Finger licking good, baby. You let me taste them goods. You're my one on one, let's get it understood, baby. You make me feel so good, I knew that you would. I'ma give it to you good, baby. You let me taste them goods. You're my one on one, let's get it understood, baby. You make me feel so good. Regardless of the fights or any miscommunication You bring me to a smile cause the love you give me amazing This love I wanted forever, forever, ever That's right for eternity I will fight Fuck it, let's get married tonight My life, my better half Do you right? The only option I'm sorry when I don't listen My mind be drifting so often But I'll never drift away from you I'll only get closer I see it seeing the world I'm off gas, you sip mimosas I've been broken in this life You see me down on my ass Supporting me through the storm Now I gotta get us a bag Create the life that we want Cause you the one that I need My miss is incredible Oh my, yes you my, you my, my one on one My passion and love My star in the sky You don't twinkle yeah, you shine But you're glad to call you mine You incredible Look at you so delectable My, my one on one My passion and love My star in the sky You don't twinkle yeah, you shine But you're glad to call you mine you incredible. Look at you so delectable. So that was one of one. It's a good song. Sorry, I thought I uh, I don't mean to boil it down to just that, but it's a good song. It is, and a good I hope song. everyone agrees with me when I just played that. It's the oldest song off the project. Too. Is it really? Yeah, How it, old? I'm. Uh, it's a close to a year. Damn. Yeah. What's the range of ages? Of the songs, like that one is close to a year. What's the most recent one you made off the track or off the the project? I want to say, same shit is probably the most recent one. If not that, oh wait, no, no, no. One of one was the last one that I recorded that I finished recording. Yeah, because oh, I yeah okay. I made that I made that verse and the chorus in the beginning of the year. Also the bridge, but when I was going to the second verse, it didn't. It, nothing was really fitting. And like 
I I knew I really loved that song and loved the beat, but I didn't know how to finish it. And then it was just one day I was like, yo, I got to finish this bitch because I want it on the project. And then I just like knocked it out and it really came to me. So basically what I did was I had Rachel come down, uh, sit on the couch while I was in the studio because if she didn't approve of the song, the song was for her. So if she didn't approve of the song, I was literally just going to scratch it and be like, okay, I'm going to something else. (laughs) But like I I just had her sit there and like I was kind of like not creepily, but like I was like glancing over to look at her because, you know, that's the love of my life. And like she when I make a love song, she inspires it. Right, so it would, it's kind of like if you were to give her some flowers, yeah. and if she threw them in the trash, you'd know, okay, she doesn't like those flowers. Yeah, pretty, well, yeah, <laughs> I hope she not, wouldn't do that. <laughs> that would hurt my feelings, but yeah. Uh, no, yeah, it's pretty much like that, because like, like, when it comes to my love songs, like I want to be that artist uh, that shows that it's okay to be in a relationship as even as a rapper because mm. like there's the stigma that rappers aren't faithful and all this shit and like mm. they like to just bounce from girl to girl but it's like that's just played out bro like find somebody you love and that you connect with uh, that's better absolutely no i mean <laughs> it, 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 it helps to have it's not to, you know i'm not trying to preach and say it's absolutely necessary but i have oh, a, no. a wonderful girlfriend by my side as well who who literally picks me up because when i get in depressive episodes i like to lay on the floor yeah. uh shout out all the people who like to do that too yeah. uh and she yeah no just having that rock it, yeah. it's cliche but it's it's real no seriously and i'm not gonna be on the side like oh go go get somebody, go find somebody. Like, right. no, I'm yeah. like, if, if that's something you feel is a person you want to do, go do it. If you want to go hoe out, go hoe out. Fuck it. Yeah. Whatever, whatever feels, whatever natural. works for you. But yeah, having her in my life is what works for me. And I, I don't see anything else outside of it. So yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. So obviously she's played a part in the process. You've been able to, of this, yeah. of this project, you've been able to I mean, I'm sure she's probably the first person to hear a lot of these songs. She is the first person to hear a lot of the songs, and she's the one that hears the ones that y'all don't hear. (laughs) She's like, yo, that's fucking annoying. Don't play it again. (laughs) That's, I I mean, honesty is of the utmost importance. Oh, no, seriously. Nah, she always gives me critiques and all that stuff when she's hearing me play it. Sometimes I like to, for her to not be there, just so, like, she can listen to them just for fun, because before we were dating, she actually was a fan of my music. Ah. When I was yeah, when I was my old moniker, Maze the Visionary. If you want to look that up, go do it. There's only a couple songs. You'll find a little bit, but you won't find a lot. I deleted a lot of them. <laughs> I kind of wish I didn't, but yeah, like she's she's been in the process of like me picking songs since Lazy actually. Mm. Yeah, she helped wow. me. She she and my and and Pot actually helped me uh, pick out the Lazy songs. Word. It's funny yeah. you mentioned Pot. Shout yeah. out Pot. Shout out Pot. Uh, that is his real birth name for everyone wondering. <laughs> His name is Pot. I also call him Pottery Greenfield. Pottery. I saw, I saw that and I was like, "That's amazing." That's that came great... from a project, a video project that I did in college. <laughs> he was he was the news reporter, so like I wanted to come up with a name. I was like Pottery Greenfield. Pottery. It works. Again, yeah, shout out Pot. So yep. to to bring up his name and by association, my name as well. What what has it been like? And Rachel and everybody involved. What yep. has it been like to work with people on a project? Because, like I mentioned, you brought me in as a creative director. I've been doing a lot of the visuals. Yeah. Forever um, my creative director, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah. That's thanks. not changing. Bromance. I appreciate. It. <laughs> it's clear. Well, clearly, I've done a, a good enough job. Dog. Um, or your standards are low. I don't know. Oh. 
<laughs> no, bro. The, quali- the quality yeah. is there. But not nah, yet. Yeah, like, working with everybody, it's honestly been fulfilling because it's like most of the time where I'm working on music is literally just me having mm. time and like trying to scramble to find people to help me. But now it's like people are willingly helping me and like actually have a passion for like what I'm putting out because they're seeing how much work I'm putting in. Like, you're seeing how much work I'm putting in. Like, you've expressed to me that like, yo, seeing you go so hard makes me go so hard. And then it's like, it's just like a chain reaction. Mm. It's just been super beautiful to like actually finally have a team. It feels great. Right. Seriously. Because that's really what I wanted. Like, everybody that I've ever asked would be like, yo, you want to be a part of like what I got going on? Like, it was never out of ill intent just to help build myself up. Like, I truly want a team to not just build myself, but also your career, Pot's career, Kat's career. Like, seriously. And, like, even, I guess, my girlfriend's career, too, even though, like, she doesn't, like, is not in the music realm, but, like, she gets to hear it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's not trickle down, but things trickle yeah. out in different directions. And, and yeah. shout out Kat as well. I uh, yeah. did not mean to leave your name out there. Oh, but, no, it's all right. But I, also, it just reminds me because when you were on the show the first time, you know, I asked you the question, like, what else does being an artist entail? And is the other shit that like the detail stuff, the the kind yep. of the administrative part of being yep. an artist, is that funny? You said, fuck no. Yeah. So Honestly, it's gotta now, be nice yeah. to it's gotta be nice to not have to worry about some of those things and, and pass it yeah. off to other people and also have the yeah. faith that those people are gonna do it right. Yeah, and it's also like learning to build a trust with somebody with your own art like i feel like because so many people are so caught up in just being self-made self-made you're never gonna be self-made you're gonna have some sort of help even these artists that have their fucking billboard posted on spotify it costs thousands of dollars to get that billboard in the middle of new york city like someone helped you get that money you did not have that money Mm. (laughs) especially if you're a rising artist so so it's like i i just love the i guess it's come from like sports but like i just truly love to be a part of a team like it just makes it makes me feel good and then like even my perspective has changed from like uh from the last time we talked about hating the process of like doing the the analytics and the the campaign like i honestly it's it's starting to become very enjoyable i think it's more enjoyable because i'm doing it with you and other people and that makes it more fun because mm-hmm. it's like we give we're shooting ideas out we're giving ideas out on uh oh how should we drop this next and how should we surprise the people with that like that's fun for me so like i i feel as though not doing it with a team made it more fun when i was doing it by myself it just made it like it was just like another fucking chore right and like when it's like oh i need to worry about my art at the same time now it's like oh no these people are counting on me i'm counting on them we're doing it together that's what makes it fun yeah yeah no definitely and and you you find like the all of the intricacies of of what on the surface seems like kind of just mundane bullshit you can find new ways and new strategies like you were saying like how yeah. can we work this angle how can we promote it in this way and 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 it just makes you more well-rounded i mean i think that that gives you leverage when going into any sort of situation whether it could be a record deal or or like a any any kind of meeting like to show that you know what you're talking about it's not just about the music it's it's all for the best yeah it also just shows how much work really goes into it like i thought i had a good understanding of how much work it goes into releasing uh, a full length mixtape I truly did not understand that was like even when we were fucking putting banners on like every uh, like SoundCloud right. and all that stuff. we were like yo do we need to put a banner on somewhere else and they're like oh we forgot it like forgot like an outlet a media outlet yeah I'm like yo what the hell like we're spending like yeah. an hour just trying to put banners on different places they're all different sizes it's 
so irritating. <sighs> I wish Facebook it was universal. Is, is twelve eighty by eight twenty, which is not true. Uh, and then Twitter is like twelve seventy nine by yeah. eight twenty three. I'm like, okay, well, seriously. Yep. No, no, but you know, it's it's the minor details that that's important. Yeah. It's important, and and like you, I don't mind doing it at the yeah. very least, and I do enjoy. I do get some of that enjoyment out of it because because yep. you feel like you're ticking boxes off. That is kind of like a flow chart that'll get you down mm-hmm. to the bottom, which is the ultimate goal. Yep. So before I ask you what your goal is with this project, let's hear from you. What's the track that you want to play for the listeners? Word. Since we played a suit like a super good love song, I guess I'll do the opposite of what of one of one. I'll play do Cuban Link. Ooh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Get your ears ready, everybody. That joint. Yeah, yo, that shit crank. Shout out my boy Ronnie Fuego when he because we made that song in person. Mm. Yeah, he flew, he flew from Washington, and we we shot we uh, recorded that shit in my parents' uh, basement. Sheesh! All right, <laughs> bro. The energy in the studio when we made that. Oh my god, we were just bouncing around, going crazy. We were like, "Yo, when we release this, oh. yes." Say no more. Let's run it. Hey, hey, 
Cuban Link. That track goes hard. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even expecting it. Shout out uh, XXXTentacion. Well, rest in peace, XXXTentacion. And shout out Ski Master Slum God because like I was I listened to a lot of their music. Well, mainly Ski, but I also listened to X. That that they were uh, key inspirations of that record. Mm. Yeah. Just from like listening to that song, uh, I forgot the title right now, but it's like fucked up, fucked up. Like when I heard that, like something in my mind right. when I heard that beat, I was like, yo, I just want to yell in the microphone and just get out all sorts of aggression that I was feeling at that point in time. Cause that's when I came from making medium volume and shit. And like I was still like kind of um, upset with like all of the things that were going on in that summer when I was making that project. So like, when I made that song, it's like got out all the types of aggression that I was feeling, and it just like just released. Because mm. at first I titled yeah. it "Released Anger," but I was like, that doesn't work. It's very literal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was very literal. <laughs> so I was like, let me. Just, I was like, yo, I'm saying Cuban Link in the chorus. I was like, let me just call it Cuban Link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just briefly on Ski Mask, he is definitely in my top five favorite Duh, uh, rappers. Love Ski, bro, it and actually. Fun story. I was working at a concert venue. I'm not going to say which one because just, yeah, legal reasons. Mm. Um, The day that Juice World died, I actually saw Ski Mask walking to his tour bus. Yeah. Hmm. When he died. Wow. Bro, like like seeing one of my favorite artists in that like emotional like landscape was definitely very piercing for me. Because it's like when you see Ski is just a very happy guy. But to see that he's lost two of his best friends and he still keeps going, bro, like that is that's inspiration, dog. Like he's still putting out music, still going hard. Like I, I really admire that about him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's dope. I like his. Well, now I sound like I'm just completely just pulling away from yeah. that heartfelt yeah. bit. But I was gonna say I like his ad libs. His ad libs are great. Water. Oh, bro! Like if you Water. listen to Bag, like if you listen to certain things, like Ski Master, some god is a very big inspiration in me. Like I try to do it in my own way, but when I said A on Bag, like that was kind of mm. like I was like, yo, I wonder how Ski would say it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said before. We played that song. What's what's your goal? Like, do you have anything in mind? Maybe you know, I, you don't have to share any like tangible goals. But did you have any? What what did you? What do you hope to get out of this project once it's out? Do you expect to feel a certain way, or you know, how do you think you're gonna feel when this drops? My goal for oh this- shit no! By the time this what? episode comes out, it will have dropped. So, yeah, word. How, so <laughs> I can't ask you how do you feel because you can't see into the future. But, yeah, I mean it's almost here. Yeah. So how, how are you feeling? This I'm is a really terrible, terrible fucking question by me, but uh, yeah, let's just keep it rolling. No, nah, I'm feeling great about it. Yeah. Honestly, my true my true goals is to just get noticed. Mm. Pigeons and planes, lyrical lemonade, complex. Like I want that shit. Genius. I want that shit. Like that's what I see from this project. I don't care how many months it's gonna fucking take. That's where I'm going with this. Hundred thousand views. Hundred thousand plays. People gonna know who the fuck Malik Elijah is and the Malik Elijah team. I got. I promise that by the end of the time, we're done promoting this fucking album. Yep, and that's how we're going with that one. There it is. Yep, confident. Very much so. Yeah, I mean, one, you have to be. You you have yeah. you you can't. You're not gonna be able to reach that if you don't. Bro, think you can. We, we put we in, talked about this recently. Seriously, bro, we put entirely too much time, too much work for it to flop. Like it's going to do something. We're gonna get a fan base from it. Something, bro. Like I truly believe that this can give us a nice fan base and people understand the type of quality we're gonna put out next. Because the next shit we put out after Free Lemonade is all all done and said is going to top this. And that's period. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't even know what else word to say. Period. <laughs> period. <laughs> 
period t with a t at the end i that's apparently how people spell it on the internet these days how have you kept that energy going because this has been a project that's been in the works for you know a significant amount of time so how have you kept the motivation going because i i can imagine like working on something for an extended period of time there's got to be points where you might be tired of it yeah has that happened at any point bro it was honestly in the first beginning part of it where it's like i was making all these records and like i was still like trying to like and then i was trying to make more ones and i was like i'm not coming up with anything and like it was just like a constant battle in my mind like thinking that shit i was making wasn't me but it was me and like i was sitting here going back and forth going back and forth like for like at least four to five months like not even recording i was just thinking about it in my mind all day when i'm going to work when i'm when i'm just chilling at the house like i was really just uh thinking about it thinking about it because most of the time when i make music it's not i don't always just just try to make a song after a song after a song like i like to meditate on everything that's why some producers hate me because they'll send me beats and think that i'm just gonna send it back super quick not that's not how it works and i'm fine if they want to send those beats to other artists i guess that beat just wasn't for me but it was just a con it's just a constant fight in my mind but as we've progressed in this project then i brought like pe- people like you pot cat cat in, into the into the mix like it's just been like a constant battle it's been a battle in my mind just basically telling me like hey i know you want to go to the next thing but focus on this focus on this because at one point in time you really loved these songs when you first heard them so why not finish them because people are going to get a i know i'm not going to get a fresh ear to it but the world is going to get a fresh ear right. to it so they can they're going to feel yeah. they're going to feel different than how i feel now about the music because i'm making new stuff and like more in love with that stuff but i want them to hear this they have to hear this because this is my i truly feel like th- these 10 songs are my starting point mm. yeah yeah no i mean that, that and that's something you'll i'm sure you'll embody when the when the tape drops because yeah. you're going to imagine all these other new ears listening to it because yeah. yeah i mean i like i mean you've listened to it a lot i've listened to it a lot as well so i can't even imagine like you've fucking like i mean I, I i i video edit and yeah. i feel the same way like when i start a project and that first like bass drop hits and there's like a the just a really sick shot to match it yep feels so good and then as i'm editing along i'm hearing the the audio and seeing the video in like three second spurts back and forth back and forth and then i'm just like oh yeah i'm starting to like lose losing its its sheen a little bit and its luster but like you're saying it's important to kind of push through that because you can still like if you if you loved it at the beginning you'll love it when it's finished you just got to get to that point and like you said there's other people who haven't seen it at all yeah like nobody knows it exists so Mm -hmm. like uh, yeah i don't know where i'm going with that yeah, but but i i totally know where you're coming from yeah. but yeah. hopefully like hopefully and god willing when we start getting shows when shows start opening back up in covid we're gonna do web shows or something like that just to do a live but like like i feel like once we get to that point that's when i'll fall in love with the songs again because like i truly envision each song like how i would perform right. in front of a crowd different environment too different yeah, different sounds differently mm-hmm. live, live sound system yeah so like yeah yeah. So so here's a question and th- there's no there's no intention behind it. Um but I'm just curious because you're very confident about this project and as you should be. Yep. What if what if some of these goals aren't reached with this project? Does that cross your mind at all? Like do, are you in any way mentally preparing for anything like that or, or do you truly believe in it so hard yep. that you just don't see any sort of failure? Is 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 it possible for this project to be a quote-unquote failure in your yeah. eyes 
at all? Like, nope, no, not at all. For every other project I put out, I've always just thought about the failing part. I never really thought about the successful part. All I think about is the successful part now. I don't think about a plan B. I think about plan A and how to expand it. That's how I think about it. Like, yeah, even if it doesn't do what I think it'll do, that's not going to stop me from going to the next thing. That's not going to stop me from keep pushing. Like, because I know for a fact that this is something that I want to do. This is how I live. Music is my life. So I feel like I'm destined to do this. Regardless of what anybody else fucking thinks, I know that this music is good. And I know that this music can do something. It's just the people have to give their opinion on it. And Mm. I feel like it's going to get a good response. And even if it doesn't, that's not going to deter my confidence because it's taking a while for me to build this shit. And ain't nobody fucking that up for me. Yeah, nobody no, nobody, <laughs> nobody can take that away from you. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I mean I like that. And I like I like the idea of like a plan A and expanding it, like making addendums to yeah. the plan rather than falling back to something else and just yeah. like completely I think I've, that's a good way to look at it. Because I've done that so many times. I've done that with lazy. I did that with medium volume. Like I'm not doing this with free lemonade. Mm. I'm not. I can't. There's too many people that's backing it. There's too many people that believe in me for me to give up. I'm not going to give up. I have to keep going. I have to <laughs> seriously i'm just i'm gonna just let that marinate for a little bit that's very inspiring very inspiring <laughs> now here's so. a lighter question when when you do make it when you make it whatever that is to you which you've kind of expressed already yeah. and you're going on tour or you're, you're you know you're playing shows yep. what's on your artist rider and for those who don't know what an artist rider is look it up i'm just kidding i can tell you right now it's just like it's almost kind of like a list of demands yep. in a way. Um, yep. It's not that pretentious, but it's like you know when I get into the green room, I would like this, this, and this. Um, you know, to be like accommodations. Do you have you thought about that at all? Like, what what, well, are, what are some of the things that you like to have in the studio that you would love to have on tour true. in the green room before or after a show? Just because I know how tours run now, I know sometimes because of budgets you can't have a tour bus. Some people just use like big vans and like I actually have a shout out my homie from Joyous Wolf, uh, Nick Reese. He actually was um, living in a Sprinter van for like two years touring. Okay, yeah. Like they were yeah, just yeah. sleeping in a Sprinter van. But hopefully, like if hopefully if we get big enough and we got a tour bus. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, he's like, pipe, yeah, I'm asking well, like pipe yeah. dream. Like, oh, like, yeah, just pipe no dream limits. in general. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. I'm being too realistic. All right. Oh, but you can, you can answer in <laughs> yeah. both ways. Yeah, but uh, I would say just, well, first off, if we got a, if we got a tour bus, that bitch need a studio in it. And I'm going to need you. <laughs> of I'll course. Check my schedule. I'm going to make an opening. <laughs> uh, I'm going to need the, the people that I want on my video team. Uh, a, a space for me and my girl for when she wants to to fly into whatever whatever state I'm in when she's not working. Um, I need uh, an area for my boy Pot to just print some T-shirts because that is literally his dream when we go on tour. Mm-hmm. Probably need to get him a, a a Potter's wheel to make some pottery. Yeah, Cause on, yeah, seriously, <laughs> that was such a good dad joke. That's all I'm good for. That's the only kind of it's like the only humor I'm like. Confident. It's okay. I'm not funny at all, so it's whatever. But uh yeah, and then oh, one essential person, my homie Blade, my barber. He needs to be there. Mm. He's also my bodyguard, by the way, too. But yeah, I he needs to be there at all times for the haircuts. (laughs) And then uh material things, let me see. Yeah, like what about like green room? Like what kind of food are we talking? What kind of drinks? That like I need me some sushi. 
Mm. I need before, sushi. Before? Yeah, sure. I need sushi. Yeah. I need like some nice tea just to get the, the vocals That's right. That's good. Tea and honey. Um, And weed. Yeah, I need some weed. Other than that. Simple. Yeah, pretty simple. Oh, simple. water. Water. water yeah. Water. Yeah. Need water. that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's... Drink more water. Yeah. Drink you more water. Die. Shout out McJenkins. <laughs> One of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. That, yeah, that's pretty much what I'll need on the tour. Uh, we'll see what happens when we actually get there and actually have a budget and see what we got to do. But yeah, yeah, I need I need weed in every state. That's that's something I need. <laughs> well, we're we're hopefully speaking it into existence right now, manifesting. That. Oh, bro, that's all we manifesting, dog. Did you see, like the picture I posted on Twitter, dog? Like I literally was subliminally. Oh, just so people don't know, I do subliminally say what my next project is. Just so you know, all the time I do, but I haven't said it in this interview yet. You know the title already. But oh yeah, yeah. You I'm know that. You know the title. For a minute. Yeah. But yeah, I do. I do like to um, subliminally say what my next project is. Like for, on the serve music video, I had this free lemonade stand just to manifest it, and now look, we fucking built the fucking lemonade stand. True, we did. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that. That, that was that fun. was that was fun because it was actually like. Yeah. The, okay. I'll be honest. I, I might have said this to you already, but the idea was partly so I didn't have to do as much graphic design. <laughs> no, I know. I knew that. But like, I was like, yo, I fuck with the realism. Like yeah. just seeing all uh, some of my favorite artists, they usually use real stuff and then right. put it in pictures. So I fucked with the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, uh, die for my bitch by baby Keem. He, he, somebody took a picture of him Shout trying to break Dave up a Free. fight. And that then was that Dave became, Free. yeah, it became the, became the album cover. Fucking beautiful. Dave um, Free is an amazing person. I that's hope that name sounds very familiar. Bro. He, he, well, I don't think he is, is the president for TD anymore because he's okay, doing PJ Lang with uh, PG, Kendrick? Right, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he he's pretty much like uh, helping Baby Keem and his his uh, gra- uh creative direction videos right, okay. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I I I I said that I that was the idea, so I didn't have to do as much graphic design. Not because I didn't like, not because I don't like graphic design. I do, yeah. but for, for the same reason. Like, I think the the realism of it was really cool. And yeah, we went to Home Depot. Right? Was it Lowe's or Home Depot? We went to Home Depot. We went to Home Depot. That's that is a plug now. Yep. Uh, shout out Home Depot. We'll take we'll take a cut of of wood. If I get sponsored by Home Depot, I would love that. To be honest, <laughs> a free supply of lumber. Yeah, bro, for sets. Fuck oh, it. true. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But we went there. We we bought wood. We I I, I channeled my my inner father and you know worked with my hands a little bit. Yeah, um, my dad's great with his hands, and you know we used to like. We would always just like build things um, back in the day, like rather than buying it, we could make a contraption ourselves. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to channel that. And we, yeah, we, we used saws yeah. and we used hammers yeah. and nails. I'm glad I had some and, experience yeah. though, because I built my studio. So it was like, right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to build yeah. the studio before I made yeah. the album. <laughs> and, and it was cool because the, 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 the lemonade sand is very janky. It's very um, janky. Still sitting in my garage. Yeah. It's kind of the point though. I mean, it's like it, it holds stuff. Like yep. uh, somebody actually came up. So we, we set up the table um we made lemonade like oh, we yeah, made it legit. Josh. yeah yeah and this 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 person comes up in their car and was like is this lemonade actually free because we you know it says free lemonade on it yeah. and, and we we're like yeah you want some and yeah. like i believe made a, a new friend and supporter because yeah, uh, we got to explain the the project yeah. and it was fun it was fun to like take the pictures and yeah like that like that made, it was very validating for me personally because i, I f- it felt like a very invested project like there was just a lot 
I don't know. I just felt the energy in it, and it was really cool to just like yeah. capture that because you know, I, and I feel that way yep. with everything I make. But on, in this occasion, it was like it felt different because we mm. we literally built something from scratch, Seriously. and and it's the the focal piece of the project rather than just like making it digitally on a computer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was really cool. It was and awesome. Yeah, bumped a lot of ice cold Bishop in Saint Leor that it's day. True. Yeah. Yep. That was fun. And look at where we are now. Seriously, talking about it. No, like I said, this this episode will have dropped after the project. It drops on the 16th. Yep. And today, if you're listening to it on release day, is the 20th, I think. If you can, please buy my album. Yeah. Yeah, go buy it. I mean, I'll obviously... Hey, it's not time for you to plug it yet, dude. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm sorry. I run the show here. No, no. No, no. Uh... No, seriously though, go yeah. go stream it, go go buy it, go support it. We'll, yeah. we'll have some merch and stuff too. We will have it's merch been, coming. It's been fun. We'll probably be working on it a little bit after this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? Maybe so. Why not? Maybe, yeah, why not? We're here. Nah, but uh, yeah, building that lemonade stand was fun. Just everything was fun about it. Like the whole process was beautiful. Like it was it was a good learning experience. And the thing about the learning experiences, I can share it with my other artist friends that are still trying to figure out how to do rollouts. Mm, right. So, so I, yeah, yeah, I, I love that yeah. I have that information for them. Right. Cause you're learning things. I mean, we're all learning things on the way mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for the project to drop. I'm excited to share it. I'm excited for people to listen to it. Cause I've definitely been talking about it a lot. Uh, cause it's been occupying a lot of my time and seriously, yeah. <laughs> seriously. so it, it'll be fun to see it finally, uh, fly away from its nest yep. out into the world. I can't wait to do like our, our new content ideas for it, mm. but that's something to talk about later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can have a business meeting on this podcast if you want. <laughs> I'm sorry, my ADD got me going no, back what? and forth. No, 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 you're good. <laughs> no, you're good. Yes, but yeah, man, I I don't even know. I don't think there's really anything else to ask about it because you know you you yeah. laid it all out, all out there, and I you know I'm sure it'll probably pop up again in part two. So we can just yeah. wrap up part one here. That sounds cool. Nah, yeah, I'm fine with that. Right. So that's it. Like I said, it's the end of part one. We'll see you on the other side for part two. Bye. Welcome back to the Show and Tell podcast, the return of Malik Elijah. Dun, dun, dun. That makes it sound like it's bad. I didn't know how to do a happy one. I want to end this right now and leave this room. Oh, man. I just love it because it's like every artist you have in a room, you try to sing, and it's beautiful. No. <laughs> it's wonderful. Like, it brings me joy. My, my, Genuine joy. I don't. I think I said it already, but when I sing people's names, it sounds like a, like a doorbell tone. <laughs> like, I don't know. Ding like, dong. ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. Ding, dong. Yeah, could, yeah. I'm not a singer. I, 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 I'm not tone deaf, but I'm not a singer. But Amen. yeah, no, it's it's a good time. So mm-hmm. dun 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 doesn't fit in this situation. But uh, yeah, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to part two, or welcome to part two rather. This is the part of the show yep. where the artist brings in an item of significance. They share what it means to them. Why you might like it too. In some cases, it could be anything of any kind. 
So Malik, what have you brought in to share with me and the audience for show and tell? Fuck. Yo. Sorry, my notebook. Uh, it's okay. Thanks. I I brought something that's near and dear to my heart. My classic raw cones. Raw cones. <laughs> so basically... Yeah, you, you might have to explain exactly what that is to some people who are right. listening who might not know. All right, so raw cones are basically for people like me who are lazy with rolling their weed. <laughs> and you just stuff it in there and you smoke it. So basically why I started using raw cones, um, I was actually sleeping at my homie Sid's crib because I was I was working at Dunkin' Donuts at the time. And I start I was start I started my job two weeks before school happened, so I didn't have a crib. So I was like, yo, let me crash on your couch. He let me crash on his couch. Shout out my man Sid. He actually bought the album already. Shout out Sid. Shout out Sid. Um Sid the Great. Um and I learned how to roll backwards, but I was getting tired of just smoking like tobacco product, like with tobacco products all the time because it's like I'm a singer. I don't want to fuck up my voice. I don't want it to be like all raspy, kind of like how Schoolboy Q's voice sounds. I love school. Mm. I love Q, but I didn't want my voice to sound like that. So I was like, yo, let me just start using papers and glad like smoking out of like bongs and shit. Just just for a more healthier alternative because I enjoy smoking, but I, like if I can do it a little bit healthier, I will. But yeah, I won't shy away from a sheet and funnel sometimes, but I usually stick to just smoking just straight, uh, just straight weed with it. Uh, where I'm from in Maryland, they like to call that butt nakeds <laughs> for some reason. I don't fucking hmm. know why. I come back to Maryland like once every month and they got something, a new, uh, new, uh, what, do, what is it? Caricature or slang term? Slang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, yeah. Yeah. Does, I mean, how heavily is your music influenced by weed uh it's not honestly not it's influenced by weed but it's not influenced by weed because sometimes i make songs high sometimes i make songs sober it doesn't it doesn't really like uh mean anything most of the time but when i'm working on a like a, a project like when i was working on free lemonade and when i was working on medium volume i was smoking way more than usual mm -hmm. <laughs> so usually like it's just so i can like clear my mind just so i don't have like constantly thinking about the album like like fuck with myself and psych myself out so like i, I just i just really use the weed to just like calm myself down really and then like that's the time when i'll take the time like i'll i'll roll it I'll, I'll i'll pack a joint and then i'll smoke it and i'll listen to like all the like the rough versions that i made of records and like think about it and just just chill and zone out yeah yeah so have you listened to this project and any other music that you've made in the past do you try to make it a point to listen to it in different states of mind like yes. in the morning or mm -hmm. at night sober high maybe with a couple drinks like yep I try to listen to it in all different kinds of ways, cars, different kinds of cars. Since I'm a delivery driver right now, I listen to them in all the different ones that they assigned me to when I was at work. Uh, I was listening to them in the shower, listening to it in shitty speakers, listening to it in my studio, listening to it on computer speakers. I was listening to it everywhere. And like, I, I mix most of the project, and I know it's not going to be super professional quality, but like, I have the skills enough to get it to a pretty good standard quality. Mm -hmm. Um, but I definitely got a, a long ways to go with uh, mixing. But I, I do enjoy mixing my songs yeah. more than I did before. Why did, Is this your first foray into mixing a, a project well, of your own? Well, no. I used to. I used to. Well, mainly I would just record myself and then work with a mixing engineer. But uh, because of certain circumstances and just how... You know, people people part ways and shit, and uh, I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna just do it for myself." And like, cause I would always have mixed ideas when I'm working on projects with other engineers, but 
I would never be able to convey it. I would just feel like I just had to do it. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just do it myself this time. I did still have help on my project. Uh, uh, um, Soto, Anthony Soto, he mixed um, the vocals on Blacken. But that was pretty much it. I pretty much did most of it myself. Yeah. Yeah. And then mastering, shout out to 92 Elm. That's the homie. Yeah. Shout out 92 Elm. He's mastered medium volume former and free guest, lemonade for me. Shout out former, that boy. Former guest on the podcast. Mm-hmm. He's very cool. Amazing man. He's supposed to be sending me a pack of beats. 92, if you did not send me Where's a pack, pack of this of beats, beats, once this once send this podcast is out, bro, beats. I need that pack. Send dog. him the beats. <laughs> I need that pack. Send him, the, send him the beats or I'm deleting our podcast episode. Oh my, no, don't do that. It was <laughs> a good interview. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so I know, a little peek behind the curtain, I know that you were stressing over some of the, the mixing process. Oh, yeah. Do you feel like you might have been... Well, no. I mean, clearly you weren't because the project is coming out. But do you feel like at some points you might have been too close to the project itself? Yeah, and the way because you weren't because you weren't yeah. finishing things. Yeah, I know I was. It was taking a while to finish them. Yeah, like so. Basically, when it came with that, it was just like I would step away from the records for a couple of days just so I wouldn't lose my mind. That's what I would yeah. do. Like if I worked on a record for like eight to ten hours or a couple of them for for like two like back to back days, I would just chill. And then just go back, maybe work on a different one, maybe come back to the same one. It was just so I could have fresh ears as well, because I didn't want to go in and then be like, oh, this sounds like shit, and then yeah. delete everything. When, Because it's like, oh, I loved how it sounded when I first did it. Just going back to the fir- first part of what we were talking about, I loved how it sounded in the beginning. I can't psych myself out and right. just completely take that down. Like, yeah, but I was also asking opinions from like uh, um, engineers. Oh, I also had help from another engineer, Jake Vicious. Amazing dude. He's from House Studios. He recorded Louis' uh, verse on Bag. One of the craziest engineers ever. He's done shit with Wiz Khalifa and people like that. So, yeah. Um, shout out Jake Vicious, dog. And he, he helped me actually on the human record. He gave me um, some pointers for mixing that. And it truly, it really helped. Yeah. That's what's up. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's dope. So many yep. people involved that, you know, people wouldn't think that there'd be that many people involved in a project for yep. an independent artist. Seriously. Yeah. So here's here's just to rewind a little bit. You know, you say that you listen to your music many different ways. What's the most obscure form you've listened to, like environment, kind of speaker, etc.? Probably while I was delivering with my AirPods, making sure I wasn't getting hit by a car <laughs> when I was delivering. So okay, so yeah, so you're reaching, so you're, you're trying to hear it from the audience who might be delivering packages with AirPods in, yep. driving in either Massachusetts or New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's yeah. important. That's a very large uh, uh, section of people. Yeah. No, nah, seriously, because it's like, like if it sound like it sounded good in um, AirPods, like, like mo- the mixes I feel sound good, really good in AirPods. So, like, I wanted to make sure it, because I feel like a lot of people use those now, like Bluetooth. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. When they're working out mm-hmm. or moving, and yeah, like, I use knockoff yeah. AirPods. Hey, bro. It's yeah. Get it how you live. Good. <laughs> but yeah like i had to make sure that was one of the most obscene ones <laughs> the delivering and trying to listen to the album at the same time yeah, yeah. Wow. especially delivering in boston bro that shit's tough <laughs> i almost got hit by a couple cars i ain't gonna lie <laughs> yeah no i mean you're preaching to the choir i'm at my wits end uh driving in boston so it, it's awful man <laughs> it truly is i love the area but I, it's like i honestly if i still smoked marijuana i would smoke it a lot if the reason 
to smoke was driving in Boston. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Hon- honestly, I mean, so so is it purely, is it like a, is it an efficiency thing too with these raw cones because it makes it easier? Yeah, it, it truly does make it easier. It's just, it's truly, a, a, it's just an efficiency. Yeah, because I, because I, when I smoked in college, sorry mom, I'm talking about this right now. Sorry mom. Sorry to my mom too if she ever dad. hears any of this stuff. Um, it's, it's a part of history. It's part of who I am. Uh, but I, I would I would roll joints because I liked the process of it. For the same reason that I like drinking loose leaf tea because it's not just putting a, a bag of tea in the cup and then pouring the water. I get to you know measure it out, put it yeah. into the little compartment. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just something about it just makes it much more yeah. of a process and kind of like you're making something. Not not it. to knock that because like, oh, yeah. efficiency is good. But um, but yeah, I was yeah. I mean, oh yeah, like at some point I'm probably gonna teach myself how to roll, but like I'm still being lazy about it. Like I knew how to roll backwards. That was the only thing I ever knew how to roll. But other than that, I just I was just like I really don't have the time to learn right now. I was in school. I was trying to fucking balance out education. <laughs> and yeah. making music at the same time, I had time to fucking learn how to roll. Plus, I had so so, and all my roommates they would just roll for me. I would just buy the weed. <laughs> so yeah, like, I mean whatever. that's that's usually how it would go. There's yeah. there's one person who's better at it than everybody else. Is. Yeah, bro. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Raw. There was mm. there's a lot of plugs on the show. A lot of unpaid sponsors on this show. Hey, bro. I hope I get <laughs> sponsored by Raw, bro, because like I truly love their brand. Seriously, some, some rapper is sponsored by Raw. I think. I think it's a couple. I think I'm pretty yeah. sure Wiz is sponsored by Raw. Somebody, somebody uh, yeah. I think so Currency is sponsored Wiz? by Raw. Is it Wiz Khalifa? I think Wiz is sponsored by Raw. I think That's Currency is sponsored by Raw. That's like, what I'm probably thinking of. Uh, honestly, Roddy Rich might be sponsored by Raw because he he made me more acceptable of just saying it out loud that he because he uses them. He put it on mm. G, GQ Men's um, YouTube. Like it was like one of his ten essentials or something like that. I was like, yo, some like I'm a fan, I'm a Roddy right, Rich okay. fan. Do you think? They sent him a... Just a whole bundle? Or, or would you say a whole box? Dog, I would hope so. Do you get it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That shit... I'm not good I with catching those. Couldn't let the show continue until you understood the joke so i didn't feel alone <laughs> no i understand the joke that that's bad for me not catching it but it's i never catch i never joke. catch jokes like that but yeah like it's, they it's, probably sent them it in a box yes mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what the line that yeah he's like put a stick in the box he's talking about uh, a joint seriously if, it, if raw ever hears this though hook me up dog i will promote we can make that happen i'm putting it on my list so i have to get you hooked up with the raw sponsorship and i have to get chromanichi hooked up with a skittle sponsorship yeah okay and, and i'm taking other requests um bet. as large or as small as they are uh I hope I'll, I'll, I'll try to make it happen i hope chromanichi gets that skittles that would be amazing would i mean i literally pat like uh, there's a post on on show and tell social media i like finessed a package no i saw it, it and was awesome. like it's i've done half the work for them so yeah. let's just make it happen. Anyway, that's that's a conversation for another time. But. If you edit me into a raw cone or something, I don't know, but or like I me could. just me just sitting on on the raw R or something. Yeah, I, don't I know. could. I think I think what I I think doing that uh, and doing the thing with Skittles might not have been uh, ethical in some like legal fashion. I don't know, <laughs> but but who cares? Anyway, um, whatever. I, not me. Clearly, I'll not post enough. it on IG, tag them, and everything. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Shit. Let's let's make it happen. Yep. Okay, I don't really know how to segue too well out of this, so I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to jump head first. Before we end off the show, there's one last part, and that is something that you didn't learn in school. This, yeah, like you've shared two items. You've shared, you know, you've shared show and tell items twice now, so now you get to share another piece of wisdom, 
a piece yeah. of advice, uh, a fun fact that you've learned, not in a, in a class yep. setting, um, you know, maybe a cooking tip or just, just literally anything at all. What is something that you didn't learn in school that you want to share with us? Nothing's ever going to be perfect, but you can get close to it. You were ready yep. for that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. You know what? It's one of the yeah. things that I learned from That's making true. this album. You're never going to get, it's never going to be perfect, but you can get close to it. Yeah. I mean, if you strive for unachievable perfection, yep. you probably won't ever finish what you're working on. Mm-hmm. can never achieve. You're never going to be perfect, but you can, you can get at least to 99.9. Shout out K Trinata. Love has, you know, he has an album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Oh, sure. bro, I'm a music no, fucking nerd, yeah. dog. No, 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 yeah. Not, yeah. I listen to everything Maybe. from fucking classical to jazz to I'm in class. I'm getting into classic rock now. I fucking love eating anything, dog. If it sounds good, I fucking love it. Yeah. If I feel it, I have to feel it. If basically, right. Yeah. So repeat that one more time for the people in the back. Not everything is gonna be perfect, but you can get pretty close to it. There it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, on that note, we'll end off the show. Malik, thank you for coming through, sharing wisdom, sharing your project, sharing your story, sharing a whole bunch of cool stuff. Now, where can people go find the project? Where can people find you? Anybody else you want to shout out? This is your time to continue shining, as I like to say. I, I wish I could shout out every person that had a hand yeah, in I'd rather, this project. Yeah, yeah. But I'd not, it was but. at least like... 20 people which is a beautiful thing you know who you Uh, are you know who you are and you know that i appreciate you and love you um i would like to just uh say follow me on instagram twitter all my handles are the same malik elijah with just the second h at the end um and if you want to go get any of my music go directly to malikelijah.com and yeah if you believe in what i'm doing rock with me i'll fuck with you if you fuck with me I'm in. There you go. <laughs> and all of those links, as usual, will be at soundcloud.com slash let's show and tell in the show notes. You can go check them out there. If you don't know how to search things on your phone, uh, I make it easy for you. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us, we're at let's show and tell on Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, that's it. I don't really fuck with Facebook anymore. You can find our Discord in the bio of our social media. Come through, have a chat, share some stuff. It's a good time. If you want to give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, that would be lovely. Or drop a comment on SoundCloud in some way. Show some love. That would be lovely. We also got the Spotify playlist, as usual, updated on the regular, so get in touch. And most importantly, if you like this episode, and if you like Malik's project, which you should go listen to if you haven't already, right after this ends, share it with a friend, because sharing is caring. Indeed it is. Buy my album, buy my merch. Uh, Yeah, come to my shows when COVID's over. Fuck COVID-19. Fuck Donald Trump. Go vote. Go vote, too, as well. Black Lives Matter. Anybody in the LGBTQ community, you matter as well. Love you. Um, I love my mom, my dad, my siblings, my girlfriend. I just love everybody. I love you too, Kay. I, I love you too. Yes, sir. What he said to <laughs> all my all my lovely people that I love too. Uh, that's it. Catch y'all later. Yep, yep, yep. Peace. Peace.